This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Ridge and I are super excited to be here with Brittany and Derek Rowe of Allure Infinite Beauty. How's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah, thank you so much. Perfect. Yeah, we're super excited to have you guys on the show. Um, Let's just jump right into things. How about you guys tell us a bit about both your backgrounds before you got into the beauty world? So I was in corporate. I went through corporate sales, logistics management, route management, account management, in short, I was just corporate forever. I hated it. <laughs> so I, it's always, you know, you get into management and then you're squeezed on both ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a ton, so I'll never regret doing anything like that. But yeah. for the most part, I'll never, I'll never go back to that part of it again. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. So I've been in the industry for about 16 years. Oh. Um, when I was, I was, uh, 19, kind of got into it, just started mm-hmm. as a receptionist actually at Allure. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the second generation of Allure, so it has been around for like 27 years. Oh, wow. So I started as a receptionist while I was going to college, and I was like, that's kind of cool actually, because uh-huh. I was going to school for nursing. Nursing seemed a little like too much for me at that time, uh-huh. and so I like the flexibility of the industry, <laughs> and then of course it just gets a little it's addictive, you know, like helping people all day and... It's fun. It's not. Um, it's not work for me. I like it. So yeah. that's where my passion kind of grew, and then it's just been going crazy ever since. So now we took over as owners, and we're just growing the business, and it's a lot better for our family life than uh, the corporate world <laughs> was. Oh, big for, time! Yeah. Yeah. I was gone. I was in. Yuma, Springerville. Oh, wow. Tolleson, oh, wow. So what were you doing Page. then? Because those are like super small towns. Um, so I was doing uh, textile delivery, basically. We're oh. delivering uniforms, towels, mats, bathroom facility products. And so I had about 1,600 accounts that I was over. And so oh. I had from literally Yuma to Springerville to Page, oh. everything in between was mine. Wow. And so that's why I was gone in hotels three nights a week. And we have three boys at home. And so she was doing that plus taking care of all that. But I was doing Monday through Friday there, and then on every Saturday I was also working at Allure. Mm-hmm. So I was doing permanent cosmetics and tattooing and eyeliner and uh, lips and learning all of that part of the industry. So you were doing it so, to yourself then? Uh, I was. We, I wasn't doing it to myself. No, but, but yes. like <laughs> you were doing it to people. Sorry, like you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I was doing it. Uh, yeah, so I'd be there about nine hours every Saturday plus mm-hmm. my eighty hours working so because we both grew up in entrepreneur families okay so my parents obviously owned this business and her mom owns a couple of other businesses in different industries and so we've never really grown up saying hey mom's going to work and to clock in to clock out it's always been you know they have to do what they have to do they come home they're working when they still come home you know what i mean so we're kind of used to that environment and um it's a lot honestly it's a lot better than you know getting a check so profits are always better than wages, mm-hmm. but that's kind of where we came from. And then I, a com- my company got bought out. And so when they got bought out, they came to me and said, all right, we want to offer you a job, but what you do, six of our people do. So mm-hmm. I can only give you one of those six jobs. And so when I said, well, I'm doing six people's jobs, I could probably just do this and it'd be fine. Right. So I just took it and I said, no, I'm, I'm out. And then went there full time. It was scary, but about three months in, I was booked four to six weeks out. Wow. So, it, I mean, it just, and it's just never stopped since. Huh. So. It was definitely a leap. Trying, you know, yeah. leaving that consistency of your paycheck life to For go sure. into business ownership. That's definitely. Yeah. It's a different mentality. It, yeah. And it's, it's 
risky, but the rewards are always better than, mm-hmm. you know, you have a ceiling everywhere else you go. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so for here, you're, yeah, you might not have a good week, but you might have a, a smashing week the next week. So yeah, yeah. You just never know. But my parents were always, always happy. It was, it was my mom and dad. And then Brittany came in 15 years ago, which was, they'd already been in business for over 10 years. Okay. And mm-hmm. so they never wanted to expand. It was just them. They just wanted a job. Yeah, yeah. Their own boss. And so they just did that forever. And then when I, I think I came in three years ago now. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we became part owner and then eventually owner. Right. And that's when she was able to actually take all of her ideas over 15 years mm-hmm. and finally fly with them. And so she was a huge part of that. And my business background, we just meshed those together. Perfect. And, you know, it's probably six times year over year, uh, 180% growth year over year now. Wow. So, it's been... and it's just all, you know, we're not, I'd say it's more the culture. It's not, um, yeah, for sure. Not even really the business side. Mm-hmm. It's just the culture with the clients, culture with the employees. Um, yeah, that's gotten us where we're at. So that's super cool. So jumping back a bit. So your parents, the ones that started, do you know much about the story of, you know, why they got started behind the name? What, what yeah. made them get into this industry? Yeah. So it's funny. So my dad was, I mean, avid hunter, fisher, you know, and yeah. he didn't just jump right into women's makeup. Right. <laughs> so that's a pretty big difference. <laughs> no, he, he, um, he actually worked in the coal mines and oh. they went on strike. And so hmm. he's like, you know what? I'm going to go start my own company while everyone's picketing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go make money. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm done with this union stuff. And so mm-hmm. he went and started a, a concrete business again, just himself. He didn't want to you know, have employees or anything. So yeah. it, was, it was him. And I think is a buddy of his or something did a concrete business for a while. And then he found on, not online at the time. I don't even know where mm, online was. Yeah. It didn't exist then, but the newspaper, he found or... out how to do electrolysis. Maybe, and so he went to school for electrolysis and he was, a, he was also a radiologist at the time. So he went to school for that at some point. It gets a little messy, but so he was working at night as a radiologist. And then in the morning he'd work at and doing electrolysis, which is hair removal. So permanent oh, hair removal okay. for hairs that laser can't get is what that treatment well, is. That was before lasers were before really, I guess before lasers were a thing. Oh really? That's why. Yeah. yeah it was the only, huh. it was the only uh, method of hair removal. So yep. he did that in the back room of a salon that was in Mesa, uh, right on main street there called Le studio. And so he just worked in the back closet for a while and then did radiology at night, not during the day, and then started doing permanent cosmetics. He just yeah. started picking up little things and he instantly loved it. And I mean, same thing with me is that same passions there. And so they grew from that room to getting their own rental and then into two rooms. And then I think they stopped at three rooms mm-hmm. when Brittany came on. Um, and then my mom kind of, my mom actually worked there too. She was an esthetician. Okay. So she helped out. She did waxing and things like that. Yeah. Um, and they took care of the kids. So, but it was a huge leap for them too because he had to quit radiology to do this full time. Right, right. But they always tell me as soon as they, it was it was rocky until they made the leap. Mm-hmm. As soon as they made the leap, I mean, it was like, oh, we should have done this. So we should have done this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, because you never know. That unknown is the worst fear. And then when they did it, it was like, oh, great, we can pay all of our bills and then some. You know, and then. Over the years, they just kind of got uh, used to it. I mean, complacent with it and, and never really wanted to go any further. Than that. Right. So why didn't they ever really hire anyone more than... I think it was just easier for them. They liked the freedom of like just their own schedule. They yeah. didn't have to worry about employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because having employees is just a whole <laughs> other job sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I think they just liked, you know, they would go to work, they would do their clients, they could go, you know, to Rocky Point, go fishing, go hunting, whatever they want. They could make their own schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, I mean, most business owners like that freedom. I mean, I think that's something that draws most of us, but at a certain point, um, you what you know, pretty much just bought yourself a job. Like if you (laughs) don't go to work, nobody's making money, there's no profit coming in. So You know, that's where we saw an opportunity when we came in was, you know, we can work seven days a week if we want, and that's fine, but we want to be, you know, growing a business that mm-hmm. is making, you know, profits when we're not there. Yeah. So we yeah. just took that opportunity. Plus, it's just a totally different culture having new people in, especially in this industry. I mean, it's constantly changing in the beauty world. So 
it's nice to have new people coming in and, yeah. you know, kind of bringing that new vibe, fresh yep. vibe, you know, mm-hmm. girls from out of school or whatever. So um, I feel like that's been a huge change for us is just getting to see our team grow. You know, we've built our personal business over the years and we've spent a lot of time doing that, but now we get mm-hmm. to help, you know, new people in the industry take off. So it's really fun. That's cool. Yeah. What What was the process, or I guess the reasoning for your parents handing the business over to you? Was it something that you guys initiated, or they were just wanting to get out of the business? Uh, it was more. I think we initiated it okay. more so. Um, they just planned on really working until they couldn't anymore. Yeah. So um, yeah, they you know, and, and like I said, with the complacency, they they did a lot. They survived 08, <clears throat> which was tough for them mm-hmm. uh, during the crash. And then after that, everything was kind of just complacent. They never did much but stay inside their little bubble. They yeah. just kind of like got in a rut and just kept going. With yeah, that. and I can't, I can't blame them. I mean, I, I guess you've been doing it for that many years. You just kind of, yeah, you're in a rut. You're yeah. just moving down. You're just doing what you do they every were day. Just working till retirement. You right. Know, they yeah. just so never really was... expected anything to even sell the business or anything. Just to kind of start working one day a week, you know, and then one couple days a month, whatever then till they just faded out yeah. and i think that was their ultimate plan in the end but I you know we when, came in and just negotiated yeah. some things with them and, mm-hmm. and our plans and what we'd like to see and what we'd like to do and to be honest that was a very you know you ever you ever see the shows where um like, like the, the prophet goes in right and it's like the dad is like no this is how we're gonna do uh-huh. it it's my way uh-huh. or no way <laughs> and i was very blessed that he was it was very much here i trust you guys yeah. do Super what you humble need to about do and then just kind of stood stood back and watched, and it was like never a word after that. Cool. So it was always just wow. That's I didn't even think about that, or that's amazing, or yeah, any of it. So through the expand, we expanded the building, uh, hired nine people. Wow. Um, we have fifteen treatment rooms now. Oh wow. Instead of three, so it's just a much different vibe. Everything yeah. So is that's a, that's a completely different. You know, uh, at what structure. point? Yeah. At what point did you feel like you like that's what you wanted to take over? Was it when you had to decide whether or not you were going to stick with that new company or? I think just so many things fell into place, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of right time, right place for us. I mean, we'd always talked about it. I've been in the industry forever. So for me, this has always been something that I've wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was starting to hit that ceiling working mm-hmm. for them, not wanting to grow much. So like he was saying, it's kind of always been inside me to mm-hmm. take this path. Um, but it's scary when you're, you know, we had little babies and, you yeah. know, it's just there's a lot that goes into it, you know. So um, I think just it was time. I, I mean, literally he came yeah. home from work one day. I overheard him telling somebody on the phone that he had quit his job. Nice. <laughs> we had mildly talked about it, but we hadn't committed to it. And so... I panicked, of course, but it really just makes you throw your whole self into it when yeah. it's, yeah. you know, do or die. And you have to, right? Yeah. And it was, it worked out. We, you know, like you said before, we both come from families that own businesses. We know mm-hmm. the hustle that it takes to make yeah. it happen. So hard work was never, you know, a problem for us. We just needed to have um, that go ahead. And once his parents were mm-hmm. like, kind of step back and just wanted to see what we could do. I mean, it just took off. So it was, um, it was yep. a lot of work, but it was really fun. And it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But it's, and to your point, the, that was the catalyst. Like that was the decision of, I can either go this way and I was going to have to dump my entrepreneurial dreams basically yeah. and go that route and just work corporate at that moment yeah. or say, you know what, I'm not going to take that position I'm going to go ahead and do this part of it. So, and that's something I look back on and I think pretty continuously about that exact subject, actually, not to get too much in the weeds, but I look at that moment and say, you know, everybody's waiting for that perfect time. Yeah. Everyone's like, okay, now, now, no, it's not right. It's not right. It doesn't feel right. I don't have enough savings. I don't, you know, I don't know enough. I haven't learned enough. I haven't read enough books. And I don't think I ever would have, you don't, I don't think you ever achieved that. No, you never get to that point where you're like, okay, everything is perfectly aligned. Yeah. You know, let me make sure the planets are good. (laughs) Let's go. And you wait, you wait for the planets to align and then you go and you fail. Then what? Yeah. 
you know, now there's never going to be a better time. Yeah. <laughs> so you just go and you fail and you go and you fail and you go and you fail. But I mean, all that stuff was in my head, but it was never an opportunity. It was never really presented like that. And I was like, damn, you know, I just, they're just, just kicking me. Like, yeah. just go, just do it. You know, that voice. And then so, and that, that, that's a very pivotal moment. So it was almost like a so, blessing that like that option did come. Seriously, like, everything mm-hmm. just, there were other things. Was, that, there was a lot of things that kind of happened that you're like, yeah. I think, we're supposed to be doing something right. bigger right yeah, now, you know, definitely. and just the right people came into our lives at the right time and just, it just kind of went from there. So we're, you know, very aware of the fact that, um, you can't do business by yourself. I yeah. mean, there's at, in a big sense, I mean, you learn from people who right, like, yeah. walked it before you. So, um, I feel like that's where, there was a lot of changes for us as we were just like very aware of we need to take advice from the people that we want to resemble in the industry and um we've just been taking these big leaps that a few years ago i don't think we would have done you know certain even just employees or Mm -hmm. you know the expansion like growing a business that quick you know it's basically tripled in size yeah. and then you have to fill the building with, you know, clients and, mm. you know, so it's a lot, it's, um, there's a lot of pressure, <laughs> but no. I think that's when people that's the, really make it, you know, that's mm-hmm. the best way. I mean, that's obviously preaching to the choir, but I just, yeah. you know, you ready, fire, aim, you just, mm. that's the whole mentality of it. And that's what yeah. we learned a lot of was like, we can be scared of something, but you just, you make the decision, you do it. And then it's like, well, now we are forced to yeah. to fill that gap yeah. instead of, again, trying to make everything perfect before you do anything. Mm-hmm. So it almost gives you that drive. Yeah. Brittany, you mentioned earlier that that was a tough decision, I guess a scary decision for you guys to make. What helped you guys to overcome it, to have you know the courage to get over that fear and, and dive into starting your own business or you know, taking over a business? Um. I mean, it was a slow process, so I think that that made us feel comfortable. I yeah. mean, our story is a little bit different. We didn't start a business from day one, you know, and right. ground zero, I guess. Um, so the fact that we were able to have his parents there as kind of those leaders for us to kind of fall back on mm-hmm. for certain things, you know. I know skincare. I don't know taxes. I don't yeah. know, yeah. you know, payroll, you know, that kind of stuff. So. That part, I think, was the scariest for us was mm-hmm. the um, all the back end stuff of the yeah. business. And that's, I don't think people realize how much goes into all of that. No, so that's where it's a completely different world, right? Like, yeah. people are good at an industry, and like, oh, I could do this on my own, but they don't realize all the stuff There's on the back so, end that so you So it's have almost to do. like two, you have two full time <laughs> right, jobs, right? Yeah. You know, at the same time. Yeah. So I think that was our biggest struggle um, or, you know, the thing that we were the most scared of. But um, we just have really good support from family and friends. Yeah. And That's I don't awesome. know. We were just like, we're going to do this. And I don't know. We talked about it for a long time. You know, it was, even though when it first happened, it seemed very rushed. But yeah. really, business has always been a part of our lives and something we've always discussed. So it wasn't that random. It was more, when are we going to do it? We mm-hmm. just got to make this yeah. happen. So, um and I guess the biggest thing for us is we, you know, had three boys and he was literally gone all the time. And that's just not the life we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still gone a lot now, but at least it's for us, you know. Right. And it's a lot different when you're working long hours and it's for you. You know, for when sure, you're building yeah. your brand yeah. and your ideas and everything you do is yeah you know so like an investment in yourself right exactly it's very rewarding to almost like renting versus buying a house yeah yeah it's like your baby you know and so you just get to see it grow you know and you put all this work into it so it's really you know i say a lot like it's our fourth kid the business (laughs) because it really is that time consuming but um it's been awesome it's so fun so well and you said like you you mentioned that you didn't start it, but in a way you almost kind of rebranded it after sure. you guys yeah. kind of took over. We did. Like we changed the name and everything. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I, I, 
I kind of have that that feeling of oh, when people are listening to this, it's it's somewhat of well, they're they're not unique. Their parents handed yeah, something you just to took them over and right. on a took their platter. You know, check out. Yeah, they're not they're not they don't deal with the same struggles as me, uh-huh. but that is absolutely not the truth. Yeah. We took over a yeah. business that was broken. Yeah, tell us yeah. tell us about it. And well, you know, and I not so long winded, but. Yeah. There was a lot of, I guess, low hanging fruit when I came in of things that were just like, why are we spending money on this? Yeah. What once the books opened and it was like, yeah, this is insane. And and uh, there was just a lot of that where the business could not have survived another three years. I guarantee you, the way it was being handled, and then not not in a bad way, just in a complacent like this is just how we've done it. Mm-hmm. We've done it this way forever. But the industry was changing around them so much. They had no idea anyone else was even doing the same procedures we they were doing. We had to open up Google Maps and show them literally how many other people within a 10-mile radius did what they did. Wow. They, they really thought they were still the only ones because when they started, they were. I mean, uh-huh. they really did yeah. start in an industry that there was no competition, but they kind of forgot to look out their yeah, doors and see kind of what was going on. Yeah. So. They, um, you know, they did what they did and they did it well, but the industry has just really changed and they, they were done, you know, they're tired and they want to hang out with their grandkids and that kind of stuff. And so they were probably excited when they were our age, but it remains over time and and they don't have anyone else from the outside trying to build them up. It's Mm -hmm. just them and their clients and that's it. Yeah. And so it's funny when she says we had to show them on Google Maps, we had to show them Google. Like we, my mom, my, my, not to knock my mom, love you, yeah, but yeah. Uh, she used Facebook for Farmville. I mean, there was no wow. other rhyme or reason for the internet, wow. period. And so there was no website. There was no advertising on the online. There was no, there was nothing. And so that's the thing is that's how fast things move now. That's why I say that I don't think it would be around. You know, yeah. it goes from Snapchat to TikTok to Instagram Reels now coming out. I right, mean, all these right. things are coming so fast. Mm-hmm. You got to be on it, you mm-hmm. know. And so I don't know if you guys know who Gary Vee is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, man. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's you know I listen to him pretty religiously too. Is the fact that the stuff is coming so fast that if you're not on top of it, you're already behind mm-hmm. for sure. And so that's why I was I want to say that like, yes, we did rebrand. The business was called. Allure Permanent Cosmetics Electrolysis and Skincare. That oh, was the name real, of the business. On that, a was a, that was a mouthful. Uh, yeah. You yeah. said it fast. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Say that 10 times. And so, <laughs> how much time you got? No. <laughs> so we, we, we rebranded. Yeah, we changed Allure Infinite Beauty, cleaner, easier. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually developed a logo. We never had a logo. And, um, and just with advertisement. You know, now we do social media advertising, very little. Most of our stuff is referrals. I'd say 9 out of 10 clients comes in off of a referral, which is great. I love that. Yeah. Uh, you got to have that. But yeah, that's so just so people understand, you know, don't think, oh, it was just handed to somebody so they can't learn anything from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it is a struggle. It's a struggle every day. Yeah. You know, every, every employee's got their problems, you know, on and on and on. So for sure. You guys mentioned that in your time working for the business, you came, it was like 15 years worth of ideas of things you could do to improve it. What are some of those other things that you did besides changing the name to improve the business and get it to where it is today? Um, so many things. Um, I've (laughs) always wanted a bigger staff because I just, there's so many things in our industry. I mean, you have your lasers, you have your injections, you have like massage and skincare and permanent makeup and all of these things that are I, don't, I love all of it. It's so fun to me. So, But you can't do it all yourself. And mm-hmm. so it just really made sense to bring it into one building, right? So why would I refer one of my clients down the street to go get a service that we could easily have in our office? Yeah. So um, partnering with other people in the industry. Um, aesthetically, just really changing our office and... I didn't like the way they decorated. <laughs> I'm being nice. Hopefully they're not, not listening, right? I know. I mean, we'll have to show them how to use a podcast. But, uh, <laughs> or so, just don't. Can you right. get this on a flip phone? <laughs> no? Okay. No, no. It just, it wasn't uh, as modern and, you know, the ways that we wanted to do it. So, yeah. I mean, literally from the way that our social media and our website and our office looked and... Um, a uniform and a logo and just these things that really brand a company. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that was 
a huge thing just in general. I mean, your clients walk in and they're like, we're not at the same allure that we've been before. Yeah. So that was really fun. And people are excited and they're happy for you and they want to be a part of this. Um, but then it was just upgrading, updating, and bringing on new services and modalities and all of these things that um, you kind of have to have to be in our industry. So there's so many uh, treatments, lasers, all yeah. kinds of stuff you have to invest in to kind of play in, with the big dogs, I guess, yeah. in the industry. Right. So, um, so we've been spending the last year and a half right now really updating all of that kind of stuff. So we kind of spent the beginning with the business portion of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just, it's so much. I mean, I feel like our brains are constantly going all the time and all the things we want to still achieve. I, yeah, I don't ridiculous. think I don't feel yeah. like we're done at She's all. She's spot on though with with I think that fifteen years of her wanting every time she would try to bring on a new procedure, you know, a, a machine might cost you ten, twelve thousand right. dollars. You know, she wants to bring on, and it's like ah, no, we're not going to do that. Well, being an employee, you can't really make that decision, and so it's yeah. like okay, and a twelve thousand dollar machine is very that's cheap. a super cheap <laughs> machine now, but yeah. you so. know, it was ne- there was never a. There was never a, a business mentality of, oh, like we buy the machine, but we can charge X for each procedure. And, right. And I think number two off of that was we learned our numbers. And that yes. changed everything because they never knew their numbers as far as what was coming in and what was going out, just mm-hmm. the basic stuff. And so as soon as we learned every aspect of all of our numbers, then we could make those decisions. Um, and with her, you know, 15 years of explosion, you know, it's still going, it's still reeling. So it's fun. those are the, those are the major changes. Yeah. So did, did a lot of these changes happen fast? Like the three rooms to oh, 15 rooms? Yes. Like... <laughs> so that was our five year plan. Okay. We did it in a year. For real. Uh, and nice. it happened within a few, you came in in October and by February we were under construction oh, and wow. it really, again, all these things just kind of things happen yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if we should be doing this, but let's go for it. The suite next to us became available. Um, actually, they asked if we would want their space. And oh, wow. so they um, gave us an extra, I don't know, 1,000, 1,500 square feet. And so we just knocked some walls down hmm. and went for it. Yeah. And um, as we were... Um, in the middle of construction, we just started interviewing people, and I, I just think our staff came to us so organically. I don't know. It just, everybody fits. Yeah. Um, it's been a really awesome experience. So having having people that you can train and show how to grow their business, and we really encourage all of our staff to really think of Allure, you know, what they do in their room. That is their business, and to... Yeah. You know, so I think the clients feel that too. They don't feel like they're just another person. We've really tried to make a culture with employees and clients that people feel like they're part of us when they're there. You know, mm-hmm. they're like our family, I guess. So um, I don't know. That's really important yeah. to us. We want people, especially our employees, to want to come to work every day and want to grow and yeah so you mentioned culture a couple of times what what is the culture that you guys have created and what do you do to create and enforce that so the culture that we have is one of first and foremost we are super open even as owners uh where we they, they pull us aside if they need to they speak to us about anything yeah we're always going over you know, just making sure we're pointing out rock stars. Hey, everything that they're doing right, and you know, the occasional surprise, like we'll take them out to the top golf or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So just to try to keep keep that piece involved, mm-hmm. uh, but more so culture of them being confident and knowing we're constantly doing trainings with them. We're constantly uh, having them go to trainings, mm-hmm. and within our staff meetings, they're very uplifting. You know, we're always, we're giving out really crucial advice and sales stuff, but at the same time, we're letting them know in front of everybody, hey, this is a great job. This is what she did the other day. This is amazing. Um, and everyone's a part of everything. So every every 
let's say you know someone gets a treatment and we sell uh, sell some product with it or whatever it kind of everyone's involved in that sale everyone's like getting high fives and you know gets charted on the board all the way to the receptionist um, it happens to be my sister so we're actually we all, actually we do have a lot of family, family members that yeah. work for us nice. as well yeah. is that a good thing or a bad thing you know um, if you would have asked me a year or so ago I'd have been like don't recommend but <laughs> I feel like we have really changed again that culture we have given people um, you know we don't micromanage we try to uh, guide and yeah. then kind of let people you know have their their way with certain things so what he was explaining you know we encourage all of our staff you know we want everybody you know we're not just there to sell treatments and product but I mean obviously we are that's right. our job right. but um, more so when I I feel like when I started I was kind of out there by myself I really just had a room I didn't really have any guidance I didn't have any training so we're so involved in that part because I want our employees to grow and -hmm. grow quickly because a lot of my success in the industry has been over years of mistakes Mm -hmm. so I feel like we just really show them like this is how you guys can be successful this is what you guys can do and we just let them run with that Um, and I think that that's that reflects I mean they have clients that are attracted to them because of their personality and their way of doing things and you know we we do facials and skincare I mean right there's so many different ways everybody has their own personal touch and they have their personalities in the treatment room and you know clients they like that they're Mm -hmm. you know we're not a cookie cutter Mm -hmm. come in you know every technician does everything the same you know we just I feel like there's a lot more freedom with that and your employees tend to appreciate that. Yeah, and and that's the culture thing too is that, you know, we do facials, we do all the stuff everyone else does. But even at the end of the day, one of our employees will ask, you know, like, oh yeah, I did this and this and this. But I would say at the end of it, like, but how did that customer feel? Oh, I I mean, I I guess they were okay. It was like, no, no, like that's what we do. We give, they give them an experience Mm-hmm. not a facial not a product right. it's the experience of mm-hmm. them being there how did they feel when they left how did they feel when they first opened the door that's and that's the part for culture wise with the clientele is more so our employee has the passion to make sure they have a good experience and a great treatment yeah but at the same time they leave and they feel like a million bucks they feel confident and they feel like oh i, I need to book my next one because this place is amazing and they almost don't even know why it just they have that experience they don't get anywhere else. Right, right. So that's the culture too with the clients that we try to incorporate. We really talk to them a lot. Like make sure when the client walks out the door, you know that you gave them that five-star experience. You know, mm-hmm. that there's nothing that you're like, uh, not it's the best. Cliche you know? as that sound. Right, it's true yeah. though. I mean, when you get reviews uh, from clients who came in for a Brazilian wax, not necessarily the most relaxing treatment we do, <laughs> and they're giving you like, it was so amazing, I loved coming there, and you know, it's like this whole oh, wow. experience thing, and you're like, right. I mean, cool, I just ripped hair out of your body, and you loved it, and yeah. you're like, I want to <laughs> make more of that, you know, it's just, you want people to like being in your space, you know, yeah. so... Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Um, so that might be the answer to my next question, but with, you know, all the 
the businesses that do very similar things and offer similar services to you guys, what what do you do to stand out and to you know not only get customers but to keep them coming back to you? Stole the words out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna ask you the same thing. <laughs> no, uh, that is it. Yeah, I mean, that is that is the main. It's it's where we're located. Our parking lot's not great, and when they drive up, it is really almost a little sketchy they're mm-hmm. like but medical it's a medical offices, fa- medical so it's not so they have to look for the address grand. and they have to look for the the suite number you know where yeah. we take up all the suites on one side so it's no big deal but that it's just not a salon it's not like glamorous when you walk up to sure. it there's not glass doors and a rotating <laughs> everything yeah and so but the second they walk in we make sure their their experience literally from the moment that door opens they're greeted and you know it's it's hi Jamie we were expecting you you yeah. know and it's certain words that are used and they, they get a they get a package when, as their first time there whether mm-hmm. they're from wherever Groupon or it doesn't matter yeah. if they've ever been there before they get a welcome package that gives them all kinds of you know discounts for future services and product mm-hmm. and uh, you know shows our membership membership program you know which is super awesome for them I won't go into it but and all the other services that we we offer and we mm-hmm. give them all this stuff. And so that when they're waiting in the lobby for you know five minutes, they're offered water. There, you know, we have mimosa Saturdays. Uh, well, before a, Corona. Well, that you know, yeah, that changed a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, with the TV screen up there, there's all the all the all the work that we do. It's like all Instagram, yep. cool pictures on the screen yeah. and showing what we do and how we do it, and that sets us apart. But that's part of the experience. Like right when they walk in, it's their name. It's we're expecting you, and you know the lobby's nice and cushy, and then all the way to, to the greeting. We take them back. We do the service. We do a really killer consultation. Uh, we have things. Yeah. We, I mean, they go into the Vizia, which maybe some people will know what that is, but it's it's a really nice skin analysis yeah. machine. Mm. Gives us a, an amazing roadmap. You know, I think that's some something that if you don't have that, you're kind of just giving treatments out. And so that right there, a lot of people are, are uplifted about it. They're like, oh, these people have, they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. All the way to the end when they're passed off. To, to Christy or whoever's up front at the time. They're passed off in a certain way that makes them feel great. So we just so. have like a system in place. So we try to have every, you know, client kind of receives that same experience. If they've been there one time or if they've been there for 20 years, we want them to know they're just as important as yeah. day one. Um, but as far as like in our industry, what sets us apart, I feel like our knowledge and our... Um, the way we explain things. We have clients who have received the same treatments at other places and will go into the consultation and they're like, I literally knew none of this information and I've been receiving this treatment for years. So one, that's a little worrisome mm-hmm. to me that there's, you know, people out there doing, hmm. you know, treatments yeah. that really could hurt somebody right, right. Um, without giving education to the client. Um, but we just try to be really realistic also. I will not sell a treatment that I don't think is going to give them the benefits that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just take somebody's money at the end of the day. I want my client to get the results that she was looking for, whatever that may be, whatever, you know, area we're working on, whatever. So, um, but we just try to, you know, make it a fun time, a relaxing time. We're very aware that they probably passed 20 salons to get to us on the way mm. from wherever they were coming from. And we, we literally have people driving in from out of state to stay a night, come and get a service, and then turn around and drive home. And that's, like, amazing. I mean, how many places near their hometown could they have gone, you yeah. know, and they chose to come to us. Um, I feel like that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. So... um yeah, so I think that's what sets us apart is we just really, we want that personal experience. I feel like a lot of our clients have become friends over the years, which I don't always recommend. That can yeah. get a little dicey sometimes, but, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, in a in a way that's still professional, professional. Yeah. you know, yeah. we don't cross that border, but, you know, our clients know our kids, they know about our lives, they know, you know, we don't um, put on this fake well, we care. People like, like people. That's what I think. Off that point, we care so much to where I've had clients come in and they expect to spend three thousand dollars because that's what they've been doing elsewhere. Yeah. 
and I'm like, no, this is what you need, and it's only six, and and I could sell them the three thousand, but it's like I care to the point we care to the point where no, this is going to help you more. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be the path for you, um, and that's we just gain rapport and trust, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's a big part of it because we have such a passion for what we do. That's super cool. That that just shows through. So yeah, nice. So since you guys have employees that are. Sounds like they're doing all the services. What what do the two of you do kind of on a day-to-day basis? All the services. Yeah, we're also in a treatment <laughs> oh, room yeah. um, pretty much 10, 9 to 10 hours, wow. four days, four to five days a week. So um, also don't recommend doing that, but that's <laughs> part of our growth. You know, we're trying to uh, pull back from the treatment room a little bit to give mm-hmm. that to, you know, pass that work off to yeah. other people. Um the thing is, we love doing, I mean, to think of me like having to sit in an office and like pay bills and like do yeah. back office stuff, I'm like, right. I want to, I want to, you know, I like touching people and working So you working guys lasers. both really enjoy being in the rooms. We then. really oh, yeah. do. That's like, why That's you... why it's oh, yeah. hard for us because huh, we really cool. do like doing the services, but we're also very much aware of the fact that we're, we're booming, our business is taking off and... There's a lot that needs to be done on the back end that really has to be done by us. So right now, that means nights and weekends. That's kind of where that. I was gonna say. So are you guys super busy then? If all day you're doing services, it's it's back to back. It's nonstop. It's crazy. And um, I love it, and it's great because (laughs) I know that especially right now, um, I feel bad. A lot of companies haven't been able to survive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, with everything going on and. Other than being closed for a few weeks, we haven't skipped a beat. If anything, our our company has just really taken off, which I think some of it is just where else are people going to go? Anyway, yeah, salons are right. open and other things aren't. So it makes them feel good. They get out of the house. They yeah. like to treat themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we don't take that for granted. We very much understand that you know these are economic hard times for people and just in general, I mean... Your mom comes in for a treatment and she's been spending all day at home homeschooling three kids that she's yeah. like, you right. know, not having it. And she chose to come in and spend that time with you. That right. needs to be um, like the best. Experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we want her to want to do that again and, right, you know, right. look forward to that, that treatment. And again, I'm not joking. It could even be for a wax. And you're like, that just shows how stressed people are right yeah, now. Yeah. But like, you know, you come in and. That's your your getaway, mm-hmm. and again though they chose to do it with us, and that's yeah, that's awesome. And I want to make a point too is that yeah we are busy and back to back, but we are also following every possible guideline. Mm-hmm. So we you know we we have plexiglass dividers up, social distancing, and whenever a client comes in, they're in their own individual room. Nice. There's no common area, so yeah. it's very much masks and. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, no, post coronavirus. Yeah, Yeah. well, I am shocked at how many businesses we've had on here in the last couple of months who have said how their business has not only survived but thrived through everything going on. And we thought, you know, these few months we'd we'd be hearing all these sad stories. And obviously, there have been some businesses that are struggling and they have no choice. But how many people have been able to pivot or innovate and just capitalize on you know some things that are going on and be able to thrive in their business? So it's cool to see. I know. I love hearing that that because it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, and then. A virus comes through and takes all oh, your sure. hard work away. I mean, yeah. that's just yeah. not was, the way you was, see it going down. It was a struggle, but you know, and you, you look at the the silver lining of stuff. We were we went to the woods. We went camping awesome. during a lot of that time and put together the whole membership program. Wow! So we were able to take that time and say, okay, we're not in a treatment room. We can't be in a treatment room. Right. And we we tied up a lot of loose oh, ends. We did and, so much of the non fun back end yeah so stuff you know in a way so. it was a blessing and i mean it, it it is terrible i'm huge advocate for business ownership i mean i think mm-hmm. more people should do it yeah but there are some people who shouldn't you know that's just the sad reality but mm-hmm. i think what that ended up doing was taking a lot of the hobby people we do well and it's sad and i don't mm-hmm. wish that on anybody i <laughs> right. really really don't but when something is so easy to get to, yeah, and they just say, "Oh, I can do that. That's easy," right. and they just they start doing, you know, bits and pieces of what you're doing, and that's fine. Um, but they really have no business being in business. Yeah, you know, either they're doing really poor work, mm-hmm. uh, they don't want to take the advanced education, they don't really want to 
they're just dipping their toe in the water. Yeah. I think that did end up weeding out a lot of the people that are like, you know what, I'm, I'm best off not doing that. For sure. So I don't know how appropriate that is to say, but. <laughs> no, that's no, a I mean, really good point. Yeah. Reality. So. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So you guys obviously have a passion for, for providing the services. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that worth being so busy and doing, you know, that as well as the back end stuff? Or would you rather have more flexibility, more free time and eventually hire people to do? Well, that's definitely doing? the goal mm-hmm. is okay. to back out of the treatment room a little bit more. Yeah. As sad um, as that is. I know, uh, I know, because I really, and permanent. I won't do it forever because I, I really do love it. Like, I get excited every time I'm doing a treatment. Like, I know this is going to be awesome for them or whatever. So, um, but yes, I don't want to be working like this forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we have an amazing staff. The problem is I have 15, 16 years of clientele who come to me, you know? Yeah. So it's hard to pass people off when you've built this relationship with people. And yeah, I have sure. clients since before we were married. You know what I mean? So yeah. they just... They know you. They know me. And so even though I'm like, no, you need to go to her. She's amazing. She can totally do it for you. And she can get you in next week where I can't get you in for a few weeks. Clients mm-hmm. are like, I'll wait. I'm like, no, but really it's fine. You can go. <laughs> like, you know, so we're trying to do that a little yeah. bit more. But, um, and I think that that's one thing. Had we started the business from day one, we wouldn't have put ourselves in the treatment room like we are. But that's not where we started. I mean, I started as a technician. Mm-hmm. And then became an owner. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of doing things a little bit backwards. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it's definitely a goal. We we do realize it's a problem. But yeah. um, we do have a great um, staff that helps us also with, you know, the payroll and the inventory and all of these other things. Cool. So, mm-hmm. you know, we do, um, we can trust that there's stuff being taken care of. Oh, nice. Um, so it's not just us like doing literally everything yeah we do have a great you know we've put people in place for that reason cool so um since you both grew up in entrepreneur families has that helped you like whether they're positive or negative experience that you went through has that helped you with your own family to be able to you know separate work from family and be able to set aside time and have time for for family yeah um yeah uh, it has (laughs) It has in a in a positive way, yeah. Because we saw our parents always working, yeah. And when they come home, they're always working, always talking about work, always trying to figure stuff out. And so we do the same thing now, but at least we can sometimes be aware of it. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, you know, we're like okay, we're at the dinner table, and even our 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 I have a twelve year old, a nine year old, and a five year old boy, and they'll chime in. about our employees and we're like no okay we talk way too much yeah Yeah. when they start knowing like certain services that we offer at the office like oh well why didn't you do this on that person (laughs) and you're like oh wow that's so as a mom i would say i don't think we're doing a great job (laughs) at separating um but Uh we try you know it's just yeah it is what it is but we're trying to make family time family time and work time you know we've started taking chunks of our day um, and we don't even go to the office to have meetings. We just, we leave the house. Normally the kids will go to school, but whatever. And then we just go somewhere else so we can have that time. So we're not taking away from the kids or we're not taking it away from our clients and just really trying to have time to, you know, business plan and all of yeah. these different things. But, um, I would love to talk to a business owner who probably, and successfully say that they have separated those two times because right. if they have, I would love some advice on that because <laughs> I always feel that we could do better on that. Yeah, that's why I asked. I'm looking for the advice yeah. too. I think everyone's yeah. looking for that advice. So. Yeah, it's it's hard not to, especially when you have, yeah, you know, things that you're excited about or you know the heavy stuff of business owning that you're just like, oh, we have to deal with this. This isn't yeah. what I, I wanted to go to soccer practice tonight. I didn't want to have to fire a client or a, yeah. an employee or something, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff where you're like, well, this really wasn't my plan, but you have to deal with it. So, but our ultimate goal is to back out completely. I don't know if I'm going back to an old question, but to back out of the treatment room so that yeah. other people can thrive inside mm-hmm. the business and possibly even open up another location. Nice. So, but again, we make a five-year plan and then we just, 
everything falls into place. I don't know why, but it just does, and we end up doing it in a year, and even amidst everything. So yeah, that's. Cool. But I also think it's great. I mean, for kids to see what it takes yep. when you work yeah. hard, this is what you get. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not. So yes, could we have better quality family time? Sure, but um, they're also learning things. Yeah, and I think that mm-hmm. the reason Derek and I have been able to jump into this, how we have so quickly, mm-hmm. is because yeah, we've seen it time and time again, you know, and so we understand that that's mm-hmm. what it is. And our kids know, you know, they just it's part of their lives. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, maybe later I'll find out they need therapy for it. I don't know. But we're, for now, I think it's good. <laughs> so. Cool. Um, so I'm super curious. For for entrepreneurs, if the opportunity presents itself to take over business or purchase a business, um, do you guys recommend that? Or do you feel like starting from scratch is a better option? I mean, obviously everything is dependent on yeah. what the business is or what right. their knowledge is behind it. but. I personally believe it's better to take something over, even mm-hmm. if it's broken, even if it's in shambles. You can at least learn from that person's mistakes. You Depending really... on, I guess, the situation. Yeah. But yeah, you have to understand. I mean, I would say recommend getting a lawyer or getting you know right. all of well, that. Well, everyone always starts CPA. from scratch, so I like hearing the you know from the yeah. point of view that you can take. You can over start, and we could have started from scratch right. too. But you literally start from scratch. Yeah. You're having to go. Okay, well, now I need marketing dollars. I need. I'm, I've, nobody knows who I am. I'm putting yeah, this yeah. fresh new sign on my building. That sign might cost you $600. Right. Well, the sign's already there, so it's just part of the business now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is a huge difference between the two. And... That being said, our, I guess our situation, again, is different because his parents, up until recently, were still pretty much in the office all the time. So okay. we were kind of running it as four owners. That could get really ugly. Yeah. So... Luckily, we were able to all work together pretty cohesively. Um, but again, it's always the you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. thing. So I would say there are, we would have done things differently had we known, like he was saying, the numbers were, we didn't know a lot of what we were getting into. We were yeah. able to make it work and it worked out well for us, but it may not always work, especially in family owned businesses. We've heard a lot of horror stories, so don't don't get into business with family. Is what we're yeah, doing. yeah, continuously. Yeah. So it's a good thing we, we have a good demeanor about everything, which is really makes it better. We're able to actually separate, you know, for the most part. So, but as far as as you can start from scratch too, you just it's the drive behind it. I was gonna say it all. It's it's knowing how much you're gonna work for it. Knowing that you're gonna screw up over and over and over and over. Yeah. So if you can keep doing that and then financially and emotionally survive, you can start from scratch, no problem. Yeah. So I feel like too, we're really blessed in the ways that like our employees give us a lot of grace. You know, we aren't, we don't have good days every day. Yeah. You know, there are times you accidentally kind of bring your family life to work just as well as you bring your work home. And, you know, I feel like we have had, again, we go back to this culture of, just they know that we're new in a lot of it too and mistakes will be made and they're not major mistakes it's more of just i could have handled that better or maybe i shouldn't have said it that way or you know sorry i had a bad attitude yeah exactly i mean we all have our lives outside of work and so sometimes you just i don't know don't stop to think about how you could have handled things differently. And I tell clients too, or my employees, like I've never had employees before, you know, I, this is all yeah. new to me, <laughs> right? you know, yeah. like give me a laser any day and I'll work that. But like trying yeah. to deal with people is a totally different experience. Mm. In my opinion. <laughs> Derek, earlier you mentioned a couple, a couple more recent social media tools, TikTok, Instagram Reels. So it sounds like you're kind of on top of that social media world. Have you guys? Oh, that's a point to like, her. Well, it's all her. Yeah, he's gotcha. heard of it. I've heard of things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys use social media, especially some of those newer tools and platforms, to yeah. to grow your business? Yeah. Um, very not uh, natural for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely had to learn a lot about that. We took a lot of seminars and listen to a lot of podcasts and you really just have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And I would say I'm still not doing all the things I know I should be doing. Yeah. Um, 
one, I'm in a treatment room all day, so it's kind of hard to be making TikTok videos when you're working and, (laughs) you know, so there's just a lot of things that go into it. Again, it's like another whole part of your business, but it's so important. We have seen um, a huge change in -hmm. our business when we really started committing to at least Instagram and Facebook and really just staying on top of it. You know, you're doing your Facebook ads and that kind of stuff, but really just engaging with your clients and you can teach them so much through your posts. So when they come in, they're like ready, they're excited. You don't really have to sell them on much. I mean, they're like, they want to work with you because they saw you and it really gives that personal touch again. Um, But we know that there's so much more. I mean, we're definitely not to the top of where we want to be. Um, But we're realistic with it too. I mean, it's, I mean, you can only do so much in your day. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. That's, it's very important. You cannot have a business without some type of platform to reach your clients daily. For people who may not like know how to use social media very well or like what to do, where can, where's like, Besides just doing it, like where's the best place to go to like learn about it and learn how to do it and follow so, the trends, I guess. Yeah. So we, how he mentioned Gary V. I mean, we follow these influencers in mm-hmm. what would you call him? Uh, yeah, an influencer. I don't know. He's an influencer yeah. for influencers. Speaker. I don't know. Yeah, he's speaker, a lot of yeah. he's, he's a, alive. He's yeah. super awesome. But. So I mean, we go to um, you know we've gone to different seminars. Um, nothing that like sticks out as far as which one was like better than another, but I listen to podcasts all the time, podcasts for marketing, also for our industry. I mean, I try to pull from so many different things and then Mm -hmm. really I just kind of, um, watch what other people are doing in our industry. And one really cool thing about social media is you can really learn from other people, Mm -hmm good and bad so like that we're not doing that or you know whatever but i think the biggest thing is just to be yourself and really put that personality behind it because we had hired people to take over our social media and that wasn't the best idea (laughs) because it needs for our industry i feel like needs to be a lot more personal it needs to come from authentic yeah because the person posting one wasn't in our industry didn't know the treatments didn't know the verbiage and the things that we needed our clients to mm-hmm. understand yeah. so it was a lot of me like okay that doesn't even make sense you would never do that you mm-hmm. know so you're having to go back and re-edit everything and I'm like well I might as well just post it yeah. myself so yeah. and just I was so hesitant for so long to you know take photos of certain things or my clients or even ask my clients hey do you mind <laughs> because it felt like it was taking away from their experience right, yeah. and now I just tell my employees as well like it is part of your treatment like you know if you're doing a facial you're cleansing you're doing this you're taking your before photos you're doing the treatment you do your after photos like it's just part of the steps that Mm -hmm. you do because how are you going to get your name out there if you're not showing up you know several times a week and it doesn't have to be perfect learn from your mistakes but just do it but if you're too scared to post I'll oh, somebody that, else will do it for you and somebody else will get the client. The best, I think the best thing that they can do is uh, hire a 19 year old. Oh yeah. That's the they're best thing great. they can do. Yeah. They're they know everything so about savvy. social media. <laughs> they're, yeah. just, they're like, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? <laughs> just like, like they're consultant. Know that they just yeah. need a consultant. So, yeah. No, they're yeah. great. That's, I think it's really good advice. Yes. Within our industry, they, they, when we network within the industry, they offer seminars that you can take to show how to do Instagram stuff. Uh-huh. But by the time you take that seminar, it's already old. Yeah, but yeah. with exactly. literally, we yeah, we hired my cousin. She's nineteen, and she's a whole plethora of information when it comes to yeah. everything. Wow! And they it's, just know, get it from using the app. Like they understand yeah. what's right. trending, what's new. But and, I've heard and like that what elsewhere, people want to see and that kind of stuff. I, I've heard that elsewhere. Is that no? Get someone in that demographic. Yeah. Find mm-hmm. someone who's, you know, 15, 16 years old that you can just you pay them a, a wage, and they'll be more than happy to do stuff at home sure. or come in and take photos or do. Videos, posts and things content. like that yeah they're 16 but they know way yeah. more than you do about social media yeah, yeah. and they so. have the time because really you have to make that a part of your day yep. i mean it has to be consistent 
Um, so yeah, but the younger generation is fun. First of all, they're just fun to work with. I yeah. mean, really, even though they're not as experienced within our industry, that's what I'm there for, for them. But they bring a whole new vibe. They bring a whole new clientele. I mean, you kind of attract the people that you're most like. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to attract a different age group and a different demographic than mm -hmm. some of my other employees, which is kind of fun because then you really do get this whole vibe yep. of people going on. And um, Yeah, and we yeah. didn't... I'll go back. We didn't hire her to do social media. Yeah. We hired her to do treatments. She's actually an esthetician and she's oh. learning microblading and ombre uh -huh. brows and things. That was just a bonus. So yeah. It was just oh, like, oh, awesome. oh, wow. Yeah. She that's, shows you features like, on your phone. Like I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's true. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Second nature. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, guys, that went by super duper fast. I I'm I'm a lot of questions now. Do you have anything else? You'd like we're good to three ask? hours already. Wow. Yeah, we're at we're at three hours and what is it? Fifteen minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but next up, we have a game we like to play. So this game, what we do is there's sixty seconds, and we have just rapid fire questions that we're gonna ask. So Ridge will start us off in three, two, one. Favorite junk food. Favorite junk food? Yeah, pizza. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, invisibility. Uh, music you, you turn on when nobody's around. Oh, Alanis Morissette? That's not even a real answer. <laughs> if you're stuck on an island, what would you bring? Oh, my cell phone. If you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Anyone in time? Yeah. Can they be alive? Dead yeah. or alive? Yeah. Tony Robbins. Cool. Nice. Um, best podcast you listen to? Wow. <laughs> oh, Local besides hustlers, us, obviously. Besides <laughs> the, <laughs> the best business book you've read. Oh, we're out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, business, best business book? Uh -huh. read all of them. The E-Myth. Cool. Nice. Um, TV show you could binge watch. Right now, it's dead to me. Um, if you could, what's your spirit animal? Uh, I'll go with an eagle. Nice. If you could turn an know. inanimate object into life, what would it be? Um, like take a random object if it could be alive a fridge sure oh okay I see what you're saying like <laughs> Beauty and the Beast style yeah like Beauty and the Beast style like Beauty and the Beast yeah yeah I like the fridge alright and we are out of time there not bad I think bad. fridge alive would be pretty cool <laughs> It's so crazy when you ask a question on the spot. Like, I know. I know nothing goes. about you guys, what you just asked. You guys asked are really good, though. You guys <laughs> are really good. That, I mean, it's quick. Like, we fired at you. So. Oh, goodness. That's awesome. Right. That's fun. Cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. We've had a lot of fun. Learned a lot yeah. from you guys. Um, is there anything we missed? Any you know last tips or advice you guys would like to, to give to any entrepreneurs that are listening to the show? Um, mine would be find people around you for your bad days to lift you up. Nice. Never stop learning and never stop going to seminars and, you know, just surrounding your, it gets so draining sometimes. So you really need something to bring you back to life sometimes, kind of re-energize your spirit. Same. Yeah. Just don't, you have to, you have to charge the batteries. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing. And if you're around people that don't charge your batteries, I've heard it a million times growing up, but if you're around people that don't, you have to, you have to be around people that are. Mm -hmm. and also read books read books go to seminars read all the books and go to the self-help section or whatever they call it now yeah it sounds mm -hmm. terrible but go read all those books and never think that there is going to be the one book or the one phrase from someone that's going to get you off your butt or going to get you to to make, mm -hmm. have that drive because it doesn't exist like, i would say my biggest lesson too um is in a way, social media is a little fake. So don't yeah. see what somebody else is doing and think you're failing because it looks like they're doing it better right. or doubting yourself because you're not doing it right or like them or whatever. So really just be authentic and believe in yourself and uh, in a way, put your blinders on a little bit and yeah. set your path and stop getting unfollow the people that don't bring you joy when you see them or you know whatever it is i mean there's just so many times in this industry in the last few years that we just feel like we're not 
we're not crushing it like they're doing it or they're, For you sure. know, yeah. and then you meet them and they're a wreck just like you <laughs> and, right. you know, they're tired and they're overworked <laughs> and they feel like they're not doing it as, you know, well. And yep. so, their kids know too much about their employees. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we're all people and, um, just try not to zero in on that so much. Yeah. It's draining. Cool. Good stuff. Well, why don't you let our listeners know where they can find you either online or if they want to come in where you guys are located. Um, Allure Infinite Beauty in Tempe. Um, Online, we would be, or on Instagram, um, Allure Infinite Beauty. Same thing with Facebook. Um, Yeah, alloreinfinitebeauty.com. Cool, cool. So, sweet. Yeah, there we are. That's it, guys. Well, thanks again for coming on. Had a good time. Of course, it was great. See you. For sure. We'll catch you next week.